Oh my God, we're already. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> and you know what time it is? Yes, it is time Ooh. for some embarrassments. So do you um, have a, are you going to, um, yeah, I'll tell you one of mine, but really quick, I got to tell you how much of a trying week I had. Oh yes. Um, so per- first I want to preface because I had to go to the dentist today and I had to get some stuff done and the entire side of my face was numb until You know how much I hate ago. the dentist. I literally what? Hate the, you know how much I hate the dentist. Well, I think I'm like developing a fear of it as I get older. Cause like when I was little, I didn't care. I was like, yeah, get up all in there. But now it's like I go in and I'm like terrified that I'm gonna gag on my own spit and die. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, awful. I relate to that. And so if I'm talking slow or if I'm not making sense, tell me because I'm recovering from my face being numb all day. But yes, we have lots of embarrassed people. Okay. A few of them were like, "Please don't say my name. It's really bad." And I was like, um... "Okay." Do you, ha- do you have a tale to tell? Do you want me to tell mine? Okay, I'll tell mine, but this is, like, full disclosure. I don't want anyone judging me because when I was in college, and Julie, you can attest to this, I was a kleptomaniac when oh, I was Oh, yeah. Anything drinking. that was for free or that you thought might be It wasn't be even stealable. for free. There was one morning that I woke up after some fraternity party and there was a fucking stroller in my room. Now, when you say stroller, you mean it was like a stroller for a doll. Was it? It was like a stroller for a doll. It wasn't like an expensive, like $500, $1,000 stroller. No, it wasn't like an expensive one, but it was like one that like your parents would keep in the trunk for emergencies. Like it was a plastic one and it folded up. But you could fit an infant in that stroller. Yeah, we probably had Becca sit in it at one point. She was. Oh, I'm sure. I probably rolled her down a hill. But, like, (laughs) so I just really loved stealing things. And I don't know if it was just, like, the rush of, like, oh, I'm being goofy. I'm going to take this gallon of Gatorade from this fraternity party and run down the street with it. Like, but when I studied abroad in Italy, I had a – this is where I learned that I'm really not – um, able to recover from jet lag very quickly. Mm. And I also suffer from migraines. Yes, Like, debilitating migraines yeah, on a regular really basis. Do. So I came prepared, and I was like, okay, I have all these different medications with me because I can't sleep on planes, I get migraines, and so on and so forth. And so it's like the first night that we're going out, I think I've only been in the city, I was in Florence, I'd only been there for like, maybe 36 hours at this point and we're all going out to the bars like I only went with a few people that I knew and then everyone else it's like you know when you study abroad you just kind of make friends and got totally drunk and we were walking home from the club and we went through an American like Irish Irish American pub um, on the way home and we were walking through the bar really quickly and out of the corner of my eye, I see something on the floor and I'm like, Oh my God, an infinity scarf. And it was like kind of chilly. So I was like, okay, like I'll take it. And I just like picked it up off the floor and I put it in my purse and I keep walking. So we get home. I throw my clothes in my purse on the floor, shower, go to bed, whatever. 
wake up the next day for class and it's like really early in the morning because I think my first class was at like seven in the morning and it's probably like 5 30 or 6 I'd only gotten like three hours of sleep I'm probably still drunk at this point and I'm like what is that smell like did one of my roommates shit themselves in the night it smelled so bad Julie I got up and I was like looking for something I was like did an animal get in here like what happened and I go to look in my purse and I did not pick up an infinity scarf. I had picked up a pair of boxers that had been <gasps> sharded in. No! I picked no. up shart boxers and put them in my purse and like took them home as a prize and like didn't wash my hands because I didn't know. Elizabeth, that, I mean, Elizabeth, I showered, Elizabeth. Yeah, no, it was so bad. And I was like, oh, I like didn't know what to do. I was like, thought I was going to throw up. And Yeah, my, I would have fucking died. And my room, it was the first day of class, mind you. First day of class in Italy. Out of me. Sorry, come here, Mark. What just happened? Murphy just opened my door in my room and that scared me. Oh, no, that's terrifying. Is Brandon not home? No, he's not. Also, that's this is the first time we've recorded and I'm not wearing that shirt. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only wearing Actually, that shirt. I thought when you picked up the FaceTime for a second, I was like, I wonder if she's going to be wearing the shirt. No. Um, so my roommates wake up for class and I, like, as I'm making this discovery and I'm just like, oh, my God, what do I do? And we're all still drunk. And one of my roommates is like, oh, my God, it's fine. Just throw it out the window. Because we're, like, in an apartment building. It's, like, maybe what I would have done. And I was like, okay. Like, she was just like, just get it out of the apartment. Like, just throw it out the window. And I was like, all right. So I op- we, like, open up the window, toss it out, close the window. We go on with our morning. We get ready. And we go to leave the apartment building to, like, run to go grab breakfast on the way to class. And... We leave the apartment building. Literally, we lived on the first floor and didn't even know it. And the shark boxes were, were right there, there when we left. Oh, yeah. no. And everyone I lived with. Because my, my condo, we had, like, there was, like, 14 people that lived there in my class. Yeah. So everybody knew that you brought home boxers with shit in Everybody them. knew that I brought home boxers that had shit in them. I will say the shit was dry. Elizabeth, so it, wasn't, it doesn't even matter. It's still I'm, bad. I still use the purse. Oh, I would have thrown the purse away. It's my my favorite I know which purse. purse it, I know which purse it is. I already know which purse it is. I sprayed it out with Lysol. It's fine. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. Well, mine's way less gross than that. But, like, I'm going to take you back uh, to a time when I was a preteen. Oh, my God. These um, are so the best. Everybody's favorite time in life. And I probably was, like, 13 or 12, maybe um yeah I wasn't in high school yet I was like seventh or eighth grade and somebody I knew like knew somebody who like would come in to town um occasionally and stay in like a beach condo and they weren't local but they would come for like weeks at a time and I guess uh she this girl I went to middle school and high school with usually would babysit for them um but then she like couldn't like seasonally when they would come in town yeah but what's interesting is that like it must be that like the women that I babysat for that night it was like it was like a young woman probably in her like late 20s early 30s and like her girlfriend and like one baby and I think what it was is that the lady with the baby like her parents and like siblings like they all rented out at different times Oh, okay. And she probably had, like, younger nieces and nephews that Yeah, like come. a timeshare situation with this yeah, family. Yeah, exactly. And I think okay. it was on this particular time. It was just her, and she had, like, brought a friend with her. 
So the girl that I knew from school, like, couldn't watch her kid at that time. So she's like, you know, Julie, do you want this babysitting job? And I know that you know what this is like, Elizabeth. Like, when you have an older sister, older sisters, like, you never get the babysitting job. There, there were even times, like, I would meet people with kids, and they'd be like, oh, like, yeah, great. And then they'd be like, oh, you have an older sister. And they would always, <laughs> always. call my sister. You never get the gig. You never get the gig when you're the youngest because if you have a sister that's older, that's an option. They always want your older sister. So, anyways, so I was really excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, yes, I definitely want this babysitting job. So I couldn't drive. So my dad, like, drops me off at this uh, condo over on the beach. And I get there and um, – like, honestly, in retrospect, it's a little surprising that these two women left me, like, a 13-year-old with their, like, I mean, the baby couldn't, the baby was probably a year old, if that, like, yeah. maybe nine months. That's, like, that that's to me. That's really young. That's yeah. really young. Like, I mean, even at 12, These ladies really needed a night out. They apparently. really needed a night out, apparently. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, you know how to change a diaper. You can figure it out. But, like. And they pretty much, like, had already fed the baby and put him down. And so they were oh, kind of just, like. That's easy. Well, it is. But now that I'm older, I'm, like, a lot can still happen when a baby's, like, yeah. just in their crib. And, like, I don't know. Whatever. They were only gone for, like, a couple hours. Well, once, you know, I get there, they're just, like, all right, like, yeah, just chill here. We're going to go get dinner and come back. I'm, like, okay, great. There's, like, nothing to do other than, like, watch TV and, like, of course, eat the food that's in the fridge. But I just, like, decide I'm going to snoop. And because, like, I don't know what else you're going to do. Like, I wasn't going to take. I do take, that shit. I wasn't going to take anything. But, like, you know, I wanted to see, like, the master bedroom. Like, look in the closet. They got any Xanax in this house? Look in there. <laughs> look through their Julie drawers. Julie as a 13-year-old looking for a Z-bar. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, you know, looking through their drawers and shit just to be snozy. And um, I realize, like, 15 minutes before they're supposed to get home that I can't find my phone. Now, this is not unusual for me to, like, lose a phone, <laughs> but um, I start frantically looking for it, and, like, I'm, like, in the kitchen and the cabinet where the pots and pans are and, like, looking everywhere for this phone. I start to panic a little bit, and I start to cry. Because you've literally opened every drawer, and you're like, which room is my phone in? Yes, I'm literally, like where is it oh my god and I'm freaking out well they get home before mm -hmm. I find my phone and so I've clearly like been crying and I'm just like yeah like I just I can't find my phone and they're probably like well why is she crying about it but like whatever so I think there was no landline in the condo which is why I couldn't call it so we use one of their phones to call my phone it's in the master bathroom in a drawer and I literally was so mortified and I think I, like, picked up my phone and was just like, oh, yeah, my dad texted me. He's already here. Like, bye. And they just, like, <gasps> paid me and I left. And I just called my dad and was like, you have to come get me now. I was so embarrassed. Oh, and I just, my God. I literally sat on that. I'm surprised they paid you. They might have paid me less than they were going to pay me. <laughs> I don't know. But, like. What was in the drawer? I don't even. I don't. Hairspray? Like, Why would nothing? you put your phone down in that drawer, Julie? Elizabeth. Why I do I put my phone anywhere I've ever put Sometimes my phone? Julie leaves the scissors in the freezer. It's really frustrating. Like, I literally put things in the most random places. In fact, so the other day, my husband and I were watching Shark Tank, and they were <laughs> – there's this company that does, like, 
where they take the ashes of either like your loved one or your pet or oh something. Oh my god! And they like skyrocket them into the moon. No, but oh. Brandon would love that. But they make it into they make it into like a diamond, so you can like wear. So then it, at first I was like, "Ew, this is creepy." And then they start doing their sales pitch, and I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "I, I might do that." Like, I don't know if you died, I might I might make you into a diamond. And Brandon goes, "Don't fucking do that." No, but he goes. He goes, that's fine and all, but uh, you're just going to lose me. And then oh, he, no. he, he goes, you think that you're going to cherish me, but I'll spend 14 years like behind the dresser. And then you'll go to like move into a bigger house with your new husband. And you'll be like, oh, there he is. He's been honestly, behind the dresser. Honestly, Brandon's never been more accurate yeah. about any situation in life. And the he's he said in that. the medical field. Like, I don't care. I don't care what he does for a living. This is the truest thing he's ever said. It was so funny. I was like, yeah, absolutely. You're oh, right. That would be a waste of money amazing. and time. I would lose you for sure. So, so should anyways. we start talking about these other people? Yeah. These other people. dealt with situations? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this first one, the subject on this email, I just want to point out is I shit my pants, but I still got the guy. So like props to you, girl. Yeah. I'm already feeling really confident about this one. This one is anonymous. Um, obviously. So it says, hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Jules. I'm emailing you guys my embarrassing story, and I would love if you would keep it anonymous. Sure. Also, thanks for making my 40-minute commute to work so entertaining. Oh, you're still working you're in your welcome. office. That's good. Here it goes. So I was a senior in college and about to graduate. I had been seeing this guy for a couple of weeks, and granted, this was back in 2007, so I guess you could say we were just talking. I didn't even know that they used that back in 2007. Did they? But apparently, according to Anonymous, they did. Um, We, oh, maybe she's saying with today's terms. Although, are the kids are the kids still using talking now? Are we still using that? I don't know. Is anyone still listening? Phone a friend. Um, We had only really gone out to lunch and grabbed a drink once. And grabbed a drink once. It was so new, or it was new. So he worked at a popular bar in our college town as a bartender and worked a lot of nights and weekends. So he suggested that I come visit him on Friday night during his shift. So I was like, yeah. So three of my friends and I, let's call them Whitney, Caitlin, and Megan, all very 2007 era names. Yeah, wow. All got in the car to go to the bar that Friday and they were all looking cute. You know, I was in my Brazilian low-rise jeans and rib tank top because yes. this was circa 2007. I can appreciate <laughs> this very much. So he pulled in the parking lot of this bar, and I thought I needed a fart. But when it came out, it was a full-blown shart. No. Why do people keep pooping their pants? <laughs> <laughs> this has been a theme. It's an international problem. I told Whitney to pull the car around. It was a tiny two-door BMW, and she pulled into a nearby parking lot, then pulled up behind that building's dumpster. I got out, found some napkins, threw my underwear in the dumpster, and put my Brazilian low-rise jeans back on. We went straight to the bar, had a great night, and that was the first night that me and my ex had sex. That's it. Thanks for all that you do, Anonymous. Do you think oh, she told him after they broke up? <laughs> I honestly... I would use that as like, you know what? This person sounds like they are just too confident to do that. No, I'm saying as like a dig. Like, like oh yeah, you know that you first had sex with me, but together? I shit my pants last yeah, night. Yeah, right. Oh my god. I just wonder, like, when she took her pants off, did it smell bad? I, probably. It usually does. Sharding usually doesn't have a pleasant smell. I know, but I just want to know. She must be really good at what she does. I don't know. Or he or she. They. 
So I'm going to start with the next one. This one says, hi, Jules and Elizabeth. First of all, I love listening to your podcast, especially since I have been working from home and get pretty lonely in my apartment without my coworkers to entertain me all day. Oh, well, hi. Um, hearing you two chat in the background during my daily grind makes it feel like I'm working with a couple of gal pals and it's definitely helping me get through the pandemic. Oh. So here's my embarrassing story. Not sure if this one beats the gal that, or the girl that fell asleep in the bathroom at the bar. <laughs> True. But it still makes me cringe almost two years later. So back in 2018, I was invited to a friend's baby shower. I drive to the home of the person hosting the party and park my car in the street. I drive a white Honda Civic, a super common car, which is important to the story. It's also like a really rockin' mom car, too. So It is. You drive a Civic, but yours is black. Rhonda. Rhonda the Honda. The Honda. Um, anyways, I get out of my car, lock the doors, and go inside to enjoy the shower. A couple hours and mimosas later, I walk out of the party and I'm texting my boyfriend while I go to unlock my car. As I'm responding to his text, I'm walking toward my car and hitting the unlock button on my key. I hear the familiar beeping sound of my car going, bitch, I'm open. You clicked the button seven times. Oh my god, I love this person. And I, I open I, and I open the driver's side door and sit down to start the car. The first time, for the first time, I put my phone and purse down and put the keys in the ignition to start the car. Only the key wouldn't turn and the car won't start. Confused, I sit there and continuously try to crank the key unsuccessfully until I hear a voice of a woman yelling, what are you doing? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I look up and see some strange lady standing outside a house looking shocked and alarmed. I look around and realize I am not in my own car. No. <laughs> I immediately burst into awkward laughter and can barely contain myself. Why was her car unlocked? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the lady what? just left her car unlocked. Um, I immediately start. That's a really bad luck, though, because, I mean, if it had been Jeez. locked, she would have just tried to open it, but it wouldn't have opened. Then she would have realized it was not her car. Oh, but, my um... God. Um so she says, I immediately burst into awkward laughter and can barely contain myself. I get out of her car and just power walk, still laughing, to my car. You don't even say anything? To my car and get in the drive, get in and drive away. Zero explanation. To this day, I avoid that neighborhood and laugh every single time I think about the fact that I almost accidentally stole someone else's white Civic. Keep the episodes coming and also hashtag free Britney. Cheers. Oh, I wonder Brit if she's Brit. free yet. Oh, my God. You didn't say anything to that poor woman? I wonder if she, like, watched that person drive away. Maybe she realized that once they got into another white Civic and she was like, oh, she thought it was her car. She probably had a freaking, like, epiphany that maybe she needs to start locking her fucking car. She probably does now. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't care what kind of neighborhood you're in, girl. Yeah, lock that shit. Um, okay, so the next one is called I Limped Down the Aisle. Um, hi, girls. I hope you're both surviving this madness that we call COVID. I'm leaving my name out of this because I'd rather be an anonymous story. Sorry in advance if it's super long. Anyways, love your show, especially the true crime stuff. Okay, so this is what I remember? Question mark? It was my bachelorette party. Woohoo! I was celebrating with lots of girlfriends and family. And I remember it being amazing. We got into a stretch limo and took it from my home in South Florida all the way to West Palm. Um, K Poison by Bell. Q. Oh, my God. Q Poison. <laughs> this isn't Spanish class, Julie. 
with C-U-E? Oh, maybe. <laughs> so, so K-Poison? <laughs> By Belle Biv DeVoe. This was back when bachelorette parties did that. A party. Not an ob- obligatory weekend with people you don't know and possibly don't like. Fair enough. Preach. Anyways, we took the limo to the bars on Clematis Street in West Palm, and we were bopping around to all the bars and nightclubs. Oh, I forgot to mention. We were also decked out in 80s plaid. I was in a metallic Love blue skater that. dress over hot pink tights with yellow leg warmers, converse, and a multicolor windbreaker. Keep that image in your head for the rest of this. I'm relatively accident prone, but this is more of an I did it to myself thing where I try to do handstands or splits in public when I've had too much tequila, so I'm pretty used to pain. Elizabeth, oh my this God, sounds this like is, you. This is, this is me. I need to meet this person. <laughs> so naturally, we are on the dance floor hitting it, and I went to do some kind of dance move that, of course, ended up with me impressing everyone with a split, and apparently the floor was wet, or maybe I just had too much momentum from dancing. <laughs> But I hit the floor way too quick, and my leg got stuck for a few seconds. But on no. my way down, I heard a really loud pop. Oh, my God. No. That just made everything hurt for me. Oh, this person is my spirit animal. My best friend peeled me off the dance floor and made me feel better by suggesting we swap outfits in the bathroom and then take four tequila shots. I said, yes, sir. That's a great <laughs> friend and a, actually a really smart plan. Yeah. Just let's just distract you. You want to? Do you want to wear my blazer? Yeah. <laughs> so the next day I was in so much pain, and then my wedding day was two days later. My entire hamstring and calf were completely black and blue, which was that color for a month, oh, and I could not properly walk down the aisle. God. I was blatantly limping down the aisle to get married. I was thinking to myself, I've done splits my whole life, but this is some serious shit. <laughs> After the wedding, I went to the doctor and I did an x-ray. Turns out I had a grade three hamstring tear. Oh, no. (laughs) I bet it was worth it. Another week goes by. It doesn't get any better. They do another x-ray and it turns out some of my muscle actually tore away from the bone. The doctor said they could do surgery on it if I requested it. But typically that specific surgery is only done on Olympians. No. I was like, I feel like I am one, but maybe that's not necessary. <laughs> so that's my story. Thanks for what you do. Keep it up, girls. Oh my god. My leg hurts after reading that. I wonder if it was worse than your knee, Julie. We it never posted like was... pictures of your knee, did we? Yeah, we did. We, we definitely did. did. Oh yeah, my god. I wonder sounds, I it's... wonder if this girl has pictures of her hamstring and if I know she's anonymous, but if she would send them to us. It sounds like it probably was worse than my knee. And maybe it didn't oh look God. worse, but, like, I'm sure that muscle didn't tear away from Black and blue all the way from her hamstring down, like, down to her foot, basically. That's Could you terrifying. imagine limping down the aisle? No. But I really, so I, I considered for a second doing my bachelorette party on, like, a Thursday night in St. Pete. Oh, shit. I just said where I live again. That's okay. <laughs> Everyone knows at this point. <laughs> I considered doing a bachelorette party on like a Thursday night, like two days or three days before our wedding and just having all my friends come here and then just like stay right. an extra night. And Evan was like, Julie, that is such a bad idea. She's like, can you imagine if you get really drunk and like knock your front teeth out and then. That's such a good point. <laughs> but then I just had this image of like me walking down the aisle like smiling all like shy like Brandon hasn't seen me then I get there like smile out of it just my two friends there's no teeth and he's like what (laughs) happened to you they're behind the dresser with his ashes with his his ashes that are made into a diamond yeah everything is behind the dresser (laughs) 
so yeah uh oh my god not a good idea for me but but i'm really glad this girl had a fun bachelorette party yeah it sounds like a blast it's probably worth it um okay so i have the last one and we saved the best one for last because the subject of this one is hey guys it's aj yeah and honestly this this incident is like one of the most Burned I forgot you know this story. I, I was in the room it for when the it end. happened. I wouldn't have saved this for the end if you knew it. Why? It's even better. Oh, okay. I just, it's burned into my memory from high school. Okay, so should I read her story and then you tell us the perspective from someone that wasn't the one that handled the situation? Because I don't even know what happened. Just read the story and then, and then we'll go from there. It's okay. truly great. So this one says, hey guys, it's AJ. So spring of 2006, I'm a freshman in high school and taking a class alongside Julie Catherine. Oh, Here there I she am. is. Hi. Um, with a wildly eccentric man named Mr. Hotson. I don't know if it's cool for you to say his name, but there it is. Kent Hotson. Okay. Hey, Kent. Oh my God, Sarah. Um, this man did very little teaching <laughs> and hoped we would learn by showing us super bizarre home videos of he and his wife's various world travels. It's truly amazing he was allowed to teach. I anyway. want to, like, really quickly jump in here. We were also yes. allowed to um, – God, this kind of goes along the line of embarrassing stories. Um, we were allowed to, like, once a, once a month, I think, maybe, because this was back in high school when, like, we didn't take this class for the full year. We took it for okay. the first semester. We had, like, A days and B days, I think, or whatever, yeah. and so we, like – this is our like history class. Um, it wasn't government, I don't think. But um, anyways, we might have been like AP World History, and you would get extra credit if you picked a song that had something to do with like history or something. And you would stand in the front of the class, and you would have him play it, and then you would like explain it to the class. And I'll give you an example. Like a lot of people picked like we didn't start the fire. You know that song? Yes. Okay, so that people will try to pick songs like that, and I just want to point out I was out thinking, that, like, Cleopatra, coming at you. Well, that would have honestly could have probably worked, um, but you would get one percentage point extra credit. To your you grade? To your grade. So if you so were, like, like, hanging on. If I had, like, a 78 and I did two of these or three of these, I would yeah. have an 80. More. What if you just didn't do any work and all you did was a um, theatrical performance and lyrical dance every single day? I don't. Maybe Kent will reach out after this if <laughs> we can ask can. him personally. <laughs> so she says, anyway, I digress. One day in class, I made the choice to sit on the floor in the why she's so weird sit on the floor in the front of the classroom to view whatever movie or home video was on the agenda for the day i should mention that i wasn't the only person on the floor okay yeah luke she Rock, wasn't luke rokos 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 or whoever you however you spell that shit okay um also sat on the floor and let's just say that was probably a sign to not be sitting on the floor because he wasn't exactly mr smart decisions 2006 this guy thought banana republic was a country Stop. Yeah, so moving on. No. He really did. Oh, honey. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, our teacher is finishing setting up the movie and is walking back across the room at the same time I'm stretching my legs out to settle in for this, vi for this viewing. And that's when it happened. 
Mr. Hudson trips over my long, skinny 14-year-old girl legs and proceeds to fly across the entire classroom. He loses a shoe. Mm-hmm. Stop. He breaks the projector remote. Oh, no. And he ends his crossroom journey by, all caps, falling headfirst into the lockers on the other end of the room. His head had a bruise, and I think his shoe that flew off hit somebody or landed on someone's desk. I was speechless. Never have I ever been rendered speechless in my entire life, but that moment did it, and goddamn, it was wild. (laughs) And Kent, if you're out there, I'm still super sorry, but it was an accident, and you have to forgive me. Cheers, hotties. Love, Sage. Yeah, he, from the viewer's perspective, like, both arms and both legs were suspended in the air. Was it like a starfish? Kind of. Like a, like a like Batman. An, like an elongated starfish. Like a Superman. Ooh. <laughs> it was it Can was you give wild. me a visual aid of what Kent Hotson looks like? Um, oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me what he looks like? I have to tell you something offline about what okay. he looks like. One thing in particular. Okay. He would, he would um, sit on a stool. He liked a stool, like a so bar he stool. So he had a he had a moose knuckle problem with the pants. Is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew where this was going. <laughs> and he was older, and he would, like, get really excited about what he was talking about, and he would sort of rock and, like, roll oh, on his knees. Oh, no. And he would wear polos tucked into his khakis uh, with a belt. Oh, my God. Wait. Matt! <laughs> We're going to get a cameo. Come. Hi, Copper. Did you have Mr. Hotson in high school? Who? Mr. Hotson. Kent Hotson. Um, not going to happen anymore. Oh. Never mind. That's sad. So um, no, you didn't ask. <laughs> yeah, it, he was an intense guy. And uh, just to go back to the song Extra Credit Reference and why it's embarrassing, I had prepared... Oh, God. Um, a little write-up on, I think it's REM's End of the World as We Know It. And, like, you know, print it off the... Because you did... You had to, like, print the lyrics and, like, do a little type-up on, like, why it applied to history or the world okay. or whatever. That's fair. And I brought in the flash drive because that's how we had to do it. It's like you had to put your your mp3 file onto the flash drive and give it to him and he would put in his computer god i love 2007 somehow i put the wrong song and it was dare you to move my switchfoot (laughs) so i get up there you did not and it starts playing and i was like oh it's the wrong one and he was like well you can just we'll play it and you can just wing it (gasps) so then i stand up there all of the my switchfoot switchfoot no. <laughs> all i can think of is a walk to remember and i had to like come up with some kind of like interpretation of like yeah it's just like you want to change the world but you're too scared and he's saying you can't move he's saying do it like <laughs> i dare you like i it was no. so horrifying but Julie. i guess it was worth my extra credit point and i mean all my friends like knew that like that clearly wasn't what i was trying to do and, and i clearly was like it's really fine i don't need the extra credit and he was like no it's fine just go for it and i was like I, no <laughs> did he wear like leather braided belts probably that sounds about right and like loafers with tassels. Yeah, and I mean, it was a lot of off-brand polos. They Oof. weren't like Ralph Lauren. Like some Steinmart shit. Yeah. Yeah. Look, 
Which actually, sure. shout out to Steinmart. My friend Caroline works there, and a lot of their stuff isn't that bad. I uh, yeah, I was gonna say I actually do kind of like Steinmart. I mean, I'm sure Mr. Hudson's a lovely man in his personal life, but is he still with us? I would assume he wasn't like elderly. He was like not, not super young, but an obit out there for him. This wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I would assume not. Really glad for him. Yeah. So, anyways. He probably hasn't felt a high like that in a long time. He probably felt alive. <laughs> like, for the first time in a long time. I don't know. Switchfoot probably woke him up a little bit. <laughs> he felt inspired by the lyrics. He probably wanted to go buy some Intamins and cut his hair a little weird, too. He it's probably fine. literally bought the album and was like, wow, these lyrics. So good. I had no idea that Mandy Moore was so talented. Oh my god, she is literally an icon. So, okay, well, um, I'm making soup. Yum. Because my mouth hurts. Very exciting. So, um, follow us on Instagram at Spaghetti Heads Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Spaghetti underscore Heads. Email us your embarrassing stories, and maybe we'll say them on the next one. Or save them for a really good day. Um, SpaghettiHeadsPodcast.outlook.com Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I do want to say, though, please, if you haven't already, rate us and review us on oh, yes. iTunes and on Spotify. We yes. haven't requested this in a long time, but we that we have a lot of stuff we want to do, and we can't do it until we get to a certain number. Right. So, please don't forget to do that. And I think that's everything. I think so. Cheers. Cheers.